the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on a Friday. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 877- 262-5483. The phone number is always important, but especially on Fridays because we throw the phone lines wide open and we can talk about anything you want to talk about. Again, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 um, I'm still looking for some information of any kind about the shooters in the incident in Kansas City um, after the uh, victory parade. Um, you know, it's been two two days, two full days, over 48 hours. Uh, we know that two juveniles are in custody. And that's all we know. Uh, We have been told it was not a terrorist event. Uh, It was some kind of dispute between individuals. Uh, And that's all we know. And as I told you a couple of days ago, I'm not into conspiracies and certainly not questioning whether the shooting actually occurred. It's just, At this point, we almost always know so much about the shooters. Uh, We know their name. We know their age. We know their political background. We know what they were posting on uh, uh, social sites, what they were posting on uh, Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Uh, We know all kinds of things about them. And we don't know anything. And I'm just asking, I wonder, 
Why? Is there something that authorities do not want us to know? Does it not fit the usual narrative? And I I don't have the answer. I, I just think it's I just think it's strange. I just think it's a little weird. Uh, I try to uh, keep you up to date on stories that we have dealt with in the past. And this one I brought to your attention, oh my goodness, it was like four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. More insanity out of San Francisco from the loony left. Um, actually, it goes back longer than four years ago. It was longer than that. Several years ago, and I remember dealing with the story, uh, folks in San Francisco, in the San Francisco educational community, black students were falling behind other ethnic groups, particularly in math. All right? And... Uh, <clears throat> the answer, the the answers that the liberal left gives are always a little weird and bizarre. Like I was talking to you uh, yesterday about a state university in Oregon. Uh, they were having more and more students showing up with Fs. Joe, what did they do? Well, we got too many students with Fs. Okay, what are you going to do? Improve your their education? Improve the professors? No. They just said, okay, we're just we're just not gonna have Fs anymore. That's how you solve the problem. If you have too many kids getting Fs, you just do away with Fs. You know, if you're not winning, you just change the rules so you can win. Well, that's kind of what they did in San Francisco several years ago. They said there was not enough equity in math programs in San Francisco public schools. So, they took a look at the math curriculum, and they realized black students were really doing poorly in algebra. I don't remember anything about algebra, but I mean, if you were in school, you took algebra. So, they found out that black students, in particular, were doing poorly in algebra. So, what did they do? Teach better? Provide tutoring? No. They did away with algebra. They just did away with it. Why? Well, because of equity. Remember, equity is so different from equality. Equality says everyone has a right to have equal opportunity. Equity says we've got to have equal outcome. So, since blacks were falling behind in math, particularly in algebra, the answer is just <clears throat> do away with algebra. And so they did. How did it work out? Uh, not real well. Here's the story from today. San Francisco public schools are walking back an equity policy that axed algebra for middle schoolers. The San Francisco School Board voted on Tuesday of this week to start offering 8th grade algebra again 
starting with pilot programs next year. Officials said in a board presentation that their students' math scores declined since the algebra ban took effect and that the racial gap in advanced math classes has not been fixed. In fact, overall 8th grade math proficiency in the district has fallen from 51% to 40%. And please remember, part of the proficiency is not algebra because they took algebra out. They did away with it. They banned it. No more algebra because black kids are not doing well in algebra, so we'll just get rid of it. So in spite of the fact that when evaluating proficiency, they are not including algebra, Proficiency fell from 51% to 40%. Now, remember, this policy was enacted primarily to help black kids. So how have they done? Well, since the algebra ban took effect, proficiency among black students fell from 11% to 4%. You get this. In San Francisco public schools, only 4% of black students are proficient in math. Uh, Used to be 11. Pathetic, terrible, horrible. And now it's 4. Now, it will take San Francisco schools three years to get algebra back into the school system. Advocates touted the district's plan. This was several years ago. Advocates touted the district's plan as a model for all of California's 6 million public school students. San Francisco said, watch us. We're going to show you how to increase proficiency for minority students. So if they're having a problem with a course, we just do away with a course. And that's going to really, that's going to help them. Yeah, that's going to help them. Well, not only has it not helped them, it's had exactly the opposite effect. Hmm. Maybe you've heard this before. Everything the liberal left touches, they destroy. Including education. I mean, across the board, you can take almost any initiative from the liberal progressive left in education, and it's had exactly the opposite effect of what it was supposed to do. Why? The liberal left kills and destroys everything they touch. So the kids that were supposed to be helped, the black kids, have actually been the ones that have suffered the most. That is so typical of leftist programs, ideology. Those that are supposed to be helped the most are the ones that are hurt the most. 
Sad. I mean, really, really sad. All right, quick break. We will be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, this is good news out of New Hampshire. Uh, In New Hampshire, there is no system to get publicly sponsored amendments in the Constitution. It's all through the legislature. It's different than um, here in Ohio. Well, the libs on the left were trying to make abortion rights a part of their constitution, like, sadly, unfortunately, and tragically, we have done here in Ohio. Well, you would think, you would think that Ohio is much more conservative than New Hampshire. Well, Ohio has an abortion amendment in our constitution. The state of New Hampshire does not and will not. No, it was voted down. Quote, the state of New Hampshire will not be the next to declare that killing babies and abortions is a right under the state constitution. The New Hampshire Senate voted yesterday against an attempt to enshrine abortion into the state constitution. Senators voted 14 to 9 against the measure, with Republicans defeating the amendment. And, uh, you know, I deal with politics on the program all the time, but I'm not that familiar with politics in other states. If you would ask me if New Hampshire had a Republican-led legislature, I would have said, Probably not, but they do. The Republicans have the majority in the Senate and in the House. So anyway, uh, at least not for quite some time, New Hampshire will not have a constitutional amendment enshrining abortion in the uh, Constitution. Good news. I mean, really good news. Uh, This is not good news. I am just continually shocked that the world is ignoring the slaughter of Christians in Nigeria. The United States is ignoring it. The United Nations is ignoring it. The international community is ignoring it. We now know that last year, in 2023, well over 8,000 Christians were slaughtered in Nigeria. 8,000 Christians slaughtered in Nigeria last year. Over 500 Christian churches were attacked. Just last year alone, over 500 churches 
That's more than one every day. Seventy Christian pastors were kidnapped. At least 25 of those were killed. It means since 2009, 18,500 churches have been attacked in Nigeria. Um, it's just, it is beyond comprehension how the world is ignoring this. And it's been going on for such a long time. I was there in, it had to be now 2009 or 2010, I think. I was there. And these massacres, these slaughters, were occurring then. And I've told you the story, and I'm not going to bore you with it again, but we went to a city that had 25,000 predominantly Christians in a predominantly Muslim state. And just 18 months before we were there, the city was completely wiped out. I mean, completely wiped out. I saw it, my own eyes. House after house after house burned to the ground. Businesses burned to the ground. Churches burned to the ground. It was years ago. And... um the world has basically turned a blind eye to the slaughter of Christians in the country of Nigeria and the government there. Please remember, the southern half of Nigeria is predominantly Christian. It's peaceful. It's the north. It's the Muslim north where all of the killings are occurring. And the government of Nigeria even when they have had a president who has claimed to be a Christian, has basically said, well, there's not really anything we can do about it. Incredibly sad. I mean, incredibly sad. Pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ around the world who are paying the price often with their life to stand for the gospel. Folks, we have it so good here. We do. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 